check one two number two one two number three i'm sorry i'm very bad at rapping what is going on everybody it is your friendly neighborhood blur dimitri starks back in the building with another episode of operation hero talk the number one podcast for the nerds the nerdettes the blurs, the blurdettes and of course the weebs and the weebettes how are y'all doing today i hope everybody's doing great i hope you're having a great beginning to your week or middle of the week depending on when i put this episode out i think i'm gonna put it out wednesday so happy hump day to all of you guys, right? Um, how are you? Huh? How are you? You know, I hope everything's uh, going pretty well. So with that being said, today it is DC week, right? It's DC week. And I thought long and hard about uh, what character I wanted to do today. And I, I kept in mind the fact that, you know, I understand that relatively speaking, when we're talking about, you know, Marvel and anime. Right. That's when I get the most listeners. Right. I get it. It's popular. Everybody knows it. Everybody feels it. Right. You know, DC is more historical. It is. That's a fancy way for me to call it old. But that's I mean, it, it is what it is. Right. But there are some really cool heroes and villains in this and in, in DC as well. Right. And so we want to highlight that. We want to make that, you know, uh, we want to make that known to maybe people who don't know about that. So with that being said, I was like, you know what? Let me pick a character that that I feel like younger kids would know because they may have saw the uh dark knight rises so with that being said i have chosen the masked man himself the luchador he is not a luchador not a luchador that was just a joke okay please my people in the mexican community don't come for me i, pro I promise it was just a joke but to the man to the mexican venom man uh himself we are speaking about i'm sorry i think he's south he's south american I'll, I'll i'll uh i'll find that out in a second but we are talking about the venom the venom using masked villain himself couldn't think of a clever pun bane ladies and gentlemen round of applause for bane round of applause for bane right now so before we get into bane obviously i'm sorry i didn't, I didn't get into my, my 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 usuals uh Obviously, uh, subscribe to uh, the YouTube page, Mad Nerd Talk, M.A.D. Space Nerd Talk um, on YouTube. I drop uh, I drop every single uh, episode of the podcast there for free. And I also uh, just drop videos talking about whatever the hell I want. I have a video dropping um, about whether or not Goku is a good father, Goku from Dragon Ball Z. That video will be dropping Friday, so go ahead and check it out. Thank you for all of those that uh, looked at the... Um, trailer reaction for Moon Knight. Um, I really appreciated that. I think that's, that video's got like 500 views right now, which is great for me. Um, <laughs> looking to continue to grow, definitely. I'm um, gonna bring you guys more content more frequently. Uh, but yeah, you know, subscribe. And of course, if you like the podcast, go ahead and add it to your library so that you will be automatically known. Uh, you'll automatically, automatically, excuse me, I cannot talk today, be notified when we drop a, a podcast episode which we're doing that every week so with that being said let's get into this let me get into my speech <laughs> you've heard the term many times honor amongst thieves right that's that's thievery rarely is there honor amongst criminals right now, yes, technically thieves are criminals, but I'm, I'm, I'm talking about criminals that don't really specialize in thievery. Excuse me. So Bane's a different case, right? He's a different story, depending on what Bane you're getting, right? 
because different Banes as portrayed by different characters or voiced by different actors, uh, so in different cartoons, comic books, etc., are motivated by different things, right? They're motivated by different things. So and I think with Bane, a central idea comes to mind with him. The warrior. Let me explain. Now, I know that, yes, the man, the man does use venom. It really doesn't need to. He's, he's big all on his own. But, but either way, <laughs> either way, yes, he uses venom to, uh, to, you know, enhance his physical abilities and to, you know, basically, you know, do whatever he needs to do. This can range from, this, this can range anything from, you know, uh, uh, trafficking to bank robberies to murder for hire um you know the 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 the, the variance of his jobs is 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 vast right he's 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 very uh i'll say this he's very uh he's very diverse in his uh in his criminal uh his criminal activities uh but with that with that being said one thing that i think that we've seen across all landscapes when it comes to bane and his idea of Batman is that say what you want say what you want about him Bane respects Batman he does he really does he, he respects his mission it's it's really in a sense a type of mafia mentality right it, I've watched I've watched so many different mafia documentaries it'll make your head spin I just I, I just think it's an interesting story um but one of the things that I kept hearing over and over, and this reminds me of Bane, is when, you know, they talk about their attitudes towards the mafia. They talk about their attitude towards the police, right? If they're there, they're there. We know they're there. Their job is to do their job, and our, jo our job is to do our job, right? Their jo our job is to, our job, their job is to catch us. Our job is to not let them catch us, is to get away with it, right? Hey, you do your job, we'll do ours. You catch us the right way, I got no issue same type of mentality really when it comes to Bane, right? Yes, I'm a criminal. This is what I signed up for. If you catch me, do it. If you catch me and you're able to beat me, which you have multiple times, but remember the first time I beat you, we'll get into that later. Um, you know, uh, if you catch me doing what I do, hey, I got no problems. You're Batman. Likely I'm going to break out of whatever they send me and I'm just going to do this again. And really, Really, when you think about it, uh, Bane is Bane is really one of Batman's really one of a few Batman villains that doesn't really belong at Arkham. He knows what he's doing. He's not crazy. He's just a criminal, right? He's not crazy. There's no psychological trauma that he's dealt with. There's nothing. You know what I mean? Like, there's no no real like. There's no story there. Right? He's just a guy that understands what this life, the life of being a villain, is all about. And he accepted that life, right? Now, yes, the venom does make him a super villain. Yes, I agree. I'm not, I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing against that. But what I am saying is that you have to keep in the context that you have to keep in context that a lot of the villains that he that Batman still deals with the super villains that he deals with on a day-to-day -day basis, you can make a case that they have been traumatized. And many of them have been, right? Whether it be through genetic mutation, loss of a loved one, you know, um, something tragic, uh, traumatic happening to them where they maybe they went in, they 
they ran into Batman or, you know, things of that nature, right? Harvey Dent, Joker, etc. But that's not how it is with Batman. He's just a man that's like, no, this is simple. I'm a criminal. You're a hero. I can't be stopped by normal police. You can stop me. Let's rumble, right? And I respect that. And I think that a lot of people respect that about him. And I think that his portrayal in the movie, which we'll get, obviously, you know, movies, we'll get into that in the second half of the second half of the pod. Um, but, you know, I think in the in, in, in a sense, really in a sense, you know, he's the most honorable out of all of them in his mindset, right? In his mindset. So because because really think about it, think about it this way. You know, uh, with all of the other villains, with all of the other villains, if anything happens that affects the innocent, they're collateral damage, right? Now with Bane, it's kind of the same, but it's not really. His aim, his aim really isn't to hurt anybody, right? That's not the aim. He kind of runs himself like in his gang, like a cartel. Has there been collateral damage? Absolutely, absolutely. Has innocent people died in his games? Absolutely. But that's never the goal, right? He's not Joker. Joker's to cause Joker's Joker wants to cause destruction and wants to cause panic and cause misery. That's not really that's not Bane's MO. It's always a means to an end. And in that, you can respect, right? You can you I won't say you can respect, but you can understand, right? He's a hero, he's a villain that you can understand. Another thing we have to keep in mind, right? Before, and I think I can, okay, we're at 10 minutes. That's cool. So I can talk about this for the next five minutes and then we'll get into the origin moment. One one thing I will say that's always been interesting about, that's always been interesting about Bane is that he knows that Batman is Bruce Wayne across multiple platforms. In the, in the video game, video game world, he knew, right? Um, in the comic books, he knew. In the show, he knew, but he didn't care, and it and it and it it didn't become it doesn't it didn't become my business. So basically, what do your life choices have to what do your life choices have to do with me? And it, it's not my it, besides when you get in my way, right? So, with that being said, let's keep let's keep this in mind. I think that I want you to guys I want you guys to think about this for a second. See if this resonates with you, right? I think that the reason for this is because he understands what a lot of people that are in Bruce uh, Bruce's life understand is that Batman is his actual true identity. It's a part of who he is. So you can't you can't run away from what you are. You can't run away from who you are. This is who you are. This is who I am. So this is where we we're naturally going to clash, right? We're naturally going to clash. And that's okay. Right? Because you are one of the few people I'm Bane, I'm speaking to Batman. You are one of the few people that I know that can that that can match me with these hands. And that's what I care about. Right? You 
carry yourself like an honorable warrior. And I like to think that I carry myself the same way. And so that is the dynamic that exists between those two. Not to mention, not to mention that he's beaten him before. And I'm talking about both ways, right? Batman's beating Bane, Bane's beating Batman, right? So, and this is one of the things they tried to highlight in the movie. I think they failed, but you know, whatever. Uh, one of the things they tried to highlight was the fact that when you when you have what you have between Bane and the Batman is not complicated. It's as simple as can be, but where it but where it is unique is the respect factor. Bane respects Batman. He respects Bruce Wayne. He respects him. And in a lot of ways, even though he he may, you know, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. And you know, I I just see you as just another criminal. No, that respect factor's there. Because if you really think about it, if you let's be real here. If you really think about it, out of all of Batman's villains, Daniel probably gives him the least headache, right? I don't have to go through a lot of shit to stop you. I just need to beat the crap out of you and then you're done, right? And that's what we have. That's what we have here. We have a hero, a, a hero that's simplistic in his mindset and a villain that's simplistic in his goals. So when they clash, it's simply a, that's why, that's why I think that that's why I think when you just want to see a good old fashioned beat down, that's when the, these two come into play, right? And 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 I say that mainly because and I'm, and I'm I'm working a little bit off of the Batman Arkham Origins game, right? Because that was one of, that was the first game where we saw Bane where he didn't have any, he didn't have uh, a lot of him, he didn't have a lot of him, right? Just a little bit, um, and he. We really got to see the inner workings of Bane, his mannerisms, his thought process, what he was thinking. He was like, no, 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 no. I joined this because I want to prove that I want to see what type of guy Batman, aka Bruce Wayne, really is. I want to see what his what he's about. Will he sacrifice a life? When he has to like in that game, I thought that the ending fight was genius. Uh, hooking Commissioner Gordon up to the no Joker, hooking go Joker up to the electric chair and uh, um, connecting the power to that to said chair to Bane's heart heart uh, beat. So if when Bane's heartbeat stopped or slowed down, then uh, Joker's chair would activate and he'd be electrocuted. So basically, he pushed Batman into a corner saying one of us is going to die and it's going to be your fault so you got to deal with that right because i'm if you don't try to kill me i'm going to try to kill you this is just this is just the way it is one one gentleman warrior to another then of course you know batman does batman things and he figured his way out of it etc we all know that but but the respect people is where is 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 what people tend to forget right but I'm sorry, but we're 15 minutes in. So with that being said, let's let's get to let's get to the origin movie because I want I want to jump right in on this. I want to jump right in on this. So 
uh, Bane was created in 1993. That, or not, not, he wasn't created in 1993. Uh, his first appearance was in Batman, The uh, Vengeance of Bane, I believe that's what it calls it. Yeah, The Vengeance of Bane, issue number one in 1993 for DC Comics. Uh, and he is no, most notable for being the first um, villain in the Batman universe to completely break um, Batman, literally. Like, broke him. Like, broke it. Yeah, broke his spine. Like, you know, damn near did. Um, and he's had many different portrayals. Um, I personally like uh, his. I personally like his uh, his uh, portrayal in the Batman uh, animated series, the 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 one where Bruce is uh, younger. So not the not the legendary show where Mark Hamill is Joker. Not that one. Um, the one where. Uh, you guys know what I mean. The, the 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 recent one that used to come on the WB Kids Network. Um, so that one, and I like that. I liked that one because I like the I like the the kind of spin they took on them, where it was kind of where he had like the red veins and stuff. It was kind of cool, and the fact and the fact that it was pretty much the pretty much the exact same thing. It was just it was just hey, oh this is a Bane episode. Oh okay, well let's 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 get to these hands. Oh, okay. Here's something interesting. Sorry, guys. This is a podcast, so I can look at my iPad. All right. And if you're looking at this on YouTube, uh, same thing. Yeah. Uh, it's a pod. It's a pod. I can look at my iPad. All right. Um, so this is interesting. Uh, based on IGN's list of top 100 comic book villains of all time, uh, Bane ranked at number 34. That's fair. I think I think Bane's. I would put Bane in the top 50. Yeah. Yeah, I put yeah, I put I put Bane in top fifty. I think I think that's fair. That's fair. So uh, Chuck Dixon, Doug Monish, which as you if you guys hope well if you don't know you go listen to my Batman episode. But if you if you don't want to do that, Doug Monish is one of the creators of uh, Batman. But um, and uh, Doug Monish and Chuck Dixon created uh, Bane, and Graham Nolan was the one that uh, came up with the original designs for the character. So uh, they created him. Okay, so it looks like he was. It looks like originally he was born in Santa Prisca. Yeah, Santa. Okay, yeah, Santa Prisca. I'm sorry. Uh, father's name is Edmund, and he his father was a revolutionary, and yeah, Santa Prisca. Where is Santa Prisca? Great thing about having a pod. You just look shit up. Yeah, Latin America. Okay, so so but okay, so so Bane's Latin American. So uh, he's Latin American, which is gonna kind of tie into my rant on the third on the third movie. Um, and I and I love Tom Hardy. We all love Tom Hardy, but I got. I got I got some shit I need to get off my chest about that movie, but either way, anyway. Um, it was I think I think now guys remember this is this was 1993, and I think that this was so new to everybody because this was so new to everybody because what you had was and, and mind you guys, Batman's been out had been out for years, years decades 
uh, up until 19, 1993. And what you have is a hero, a, a villain that comes along and it's just like, no, 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 no. I, I don't have to, I understand that you're smarter than everybody else, but you are not stronger than me. And what that, and what it really comes down to at the end of the day, me and you are going to have a fight and there is no suit, no, nothing you can build initially. Cause remember he didn't know about Bane at first, right? He didn't know what he was walking into. Not his fault. Um, there's nothing you can do that's going to save you from me. And there we have it. <laughs> Took the fattest L. Took the fattest L. Almost didn't come back. I read that. I read that. Uh, I read that book. Uh, and the, I read the Batman book. Uh, what was it called? The one where Azrael uh, replaces replaces him temporarily as Batman, which was the dumbest decision I've ever like seen in my life. Like, why would you give your mask to Azrael? But we're not talking about Azrael. No, he's he's a he is a uh, character for another day. But. Uh, Bane had a Bane had a rough. We're still in the origin the moment, people. We ain't done yet. I got, I got, I got maybe another minute. Uh, committed his first murder at the age of eight. Eight, ladies and gentlemen. Eight. Stabbed a criminal. Um. He was, he was, def he was being, he was, def he was uh, defending himself. Uh, he was, he's tortured. Um, you know tortured uh in prison as a child became the you know ultimately rose up and became the the uh the king of said prison you know worked his way up because what are you gonna do it's either you live or you die there's no there's no in between right this is prison <laughs> right uh it, it, it's latin american prison i'm not saying it's bad but i i don't hear great things um And he was a part of an experiment that gave him the venom. So, okay, so that's the end of the origin moment. But, but uh, one one thing key, one thing that's key to note before we get it, before we uh, we go into the uh, before we go into the uh, break uh, and then get into the movies is that is that uh, Bane sees venom as an addiction, right? He was an experiment, right? He, he he sees venom as an addiction and as a means to achieve what it is that he wants to achieve, which once again, ladies and gentlemen, is not world domination or world destruction. That's not what this is about. Not what we do here, right? Not what he does. Uh, he sees it as a necessary evil. Now, what is the key to Bane? It's patience, right? Because he's not malicious he's not crazy once again he's very much he's very much in tune with his own mind he knows who he is all right think about it let's compare let's compare let's compare and contrast him really let's compare let's compare him real quick to the joker okay let's compare him real quick the joker <laughs> bane knows that batman is bruce wayne 
and he doesn't care because he res because he respects him and he understands that that, that that ain't got you being Bruce Wayne ain't got shit to do with me. Joker doesn't want to know who Batman is because that would ruin the fun of this cat and mouse game that they've been playing for years, right? With Bane, it's a situation where it's like, look, I, I, I get it. You and me have been doing this little dance for years, but you have to understand that every single time I'm trying to take you out for good, there's no game in this for me, right? There's no game in this. You are in my way. You are a thorn in my side that I want to, I seek to get rid of, but just, it's just the only thing with that. I don't care who you are personally, right? Because you're not coming at me as Bruce Wayne. You're coming at me as the Batman. So I'm looking to beat the crap out of you when you're Batman. Like I did before when I, when I broke your spine. <laughs> so, so you know, just what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say, guys, is that there's a lot to this character. More than when, what people, you know, think, right? I just think at first first glance what we tend to what we tend to do is just kind of write him off as a just a muscle bound you know douche that only wants to wreck shit no that's not what and, and, and no that's not what it what it is there's a goal there's a mission right with every scheme that he he runs right he's trying to get he's trying to get things done around him right he's not just kidnapping people and making up or you know no oh okay here's here's something pretty here's something pretty interesting um It looks like Bane. Yeah. Okay. So when he broke his back in uh, uh, Batman number four ninety seven, uh, Batman number four ninety seven, which came out in July of nineteen ninety three, it looks like uh, to do that he was he was basically uh, he wanted to reduce uh, Batman to a to a weak uh, physical and mental state. Right now, this isn't. This isn't like Joker in the Killing Joke. He was trying to see how crazy he can make Commissioner Gordon. No, this was simply of if if I can break you, if I can break you because it's always his thing. I'm going to break you, um, you know, uh, <laughs> a terrible voice. But still, you know, um, if I can get you to a weaker point, excuse me, sorry. Uh, if I can get you to a weak point, it'll be easier for me to defeat you, and that's what he does. He ends up. Uh, uh, blowing up uh, a wall at Arkham Asylum and letting all the crazy villains go free, right? And so, you know, this just adds to what would eventually be the the fight between the two, where eventually, uh, you know, Batman took that L, but he took the L, and he came back, and they respected that, right? There's a lot of guys. There's a lot of a lot of 
honestly good comics with this character with this villain i think like one of some of the moat like some of the batman comics i ain't gonna lie they, they were a little tough to, to get through but at the same time whenever it was bane at least i knew that you know one i was going to read or see respectfully a good fight and you know two i was going to see you know batman really have to dig deep and not think so much about how can i outsmart you because how can i outsmart you because with Dane, it's not about outsmarting him you have to beat him literally physically these hands thou must serveth right so that that's really what it that's really what it all comes down to you know so i think that you know Bane is a great character for for the Batman universe because sometimes you need characters like that. You need characters where the the goal isn't always to take over the world or poison Gotham's water supply or you know steal all the diamond bird statues or you know or kidnap or kidnap a bunch of police officers and give them impossible riddles that you just came up with on the fly. You see where I'm going with this, right? Like like everything everything doesn't need to be intricate sometimes it just comes down to hey me and you gotta step outside and that's and that's really and that's what it is me and you gotta step outside and we gotta handle this like men and i respect that and I hope you all respect it too. So with that being said, let's go let's go into a quick break. And when we come back, we will uh, talk about some of his portrayals uh, in shows, and then also uh, we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about the we'll talk about the movie, <laughs> The Dark Knight Rises. We'll talk about the movie and see, and I will give my critique on that. But uh, with that being said, hang tight. Uh, just going to do a really a really quick ad read, and then we will be right back expeditiously. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 23 of Operation Hero Talk. Uh, it's your boy, Dimitri, back in the building to do part two of the podcast. Now, I want to I jump right into this. So what <laughs> everybody remembers uh, The Dark Knight Rises. Now, this movie had a lot going against it, quite frankly, because had a lot going against it for, for really for two reasons Heath Ledger and commercial and critical acclaim critical acclaim and Heath Ledger so the second movie did just it just it did too good it did it did too good box office wise and just I mean that that movie has a cult following people seriously right so you know um to follow up to, to make a project to equal that or possibly surpass that was damn near impossible not impossible improbable so uh shout out to sherlock holmes um you know it just, just it wasn't it, in all likelihood it just wasn't gonna happen excuse me then heath ledger's portrayal i mean he set the bar that will probably never be surpassed when it comes to villains particularly heroic villains right he hero villains right because i mean he just took it to another level and nobody's reached that level before i think that you know that was his defining role um that was his defining role and 
you just you can't top it. So the, the Dark Knight Rises had that working against it, right right from the gate. So let's just keep I'm, I keep that in mind when I discuss this. Now let's talk about the pick. Tom Hardy. I agreed with the pick. I thought that it was a good choice from an acting standpoint because I thought that he could bring a lot of depth to the character. The only problem I had was once again, I have read the comic books. I knew <laughs> that uh, Batman did not have, not Batman, uh, Bane did not have a English or a, a English or American accent, right? Batman has a Latin, a Latin American accent. He's right. Right, his Latino Hispanic accent, and I knew Tom Hardy could not pull that off. So I'm like, okay, so what we, so what we don't have is a really a true Bane all the way. We have a different take on this, which is okay, I guess, because I mean, hell, the the entire that entire franchise is kind of a different, kind of a different take on uh, Batman as a whole, right? Um. I'm not gonna say it wasn't dark enough, but the one there was no venom, so that that was kind of had a that kind of had a, a, a knock against it uh, right from the get go. But I get it because you want this because from the from what they were doing from the first movie to the second movie, which was kind of groundbreaking. We want to give you the superhero movie, but we want to make it realistic. You can't you can't have heroes pumping pumping venom through their bodies. They're gonna die. Okay, they're gonna die. That's not realistic. So that's that's not happening. Um, but we'll give you the we'll give you the mask and we'll make that we'll make it interesting through the mask. So that was pretty much what they did, right? They decided, you know, hey, you know, we'll make this mask as basically how he's tolerating the pain of when of the injuries that he went through when he was in prison. Okay. I understand that. I get that. That that works, right? But even with that, the mission just didn't make sense. I didn't agree. I didn't agree with teaming him up with uh, Talia in the League of Shadows. I didn't agree with that. I thought it was corny and it just didn't work. This is not true to who the band character is. He has been a loner since he was a, since he was a kid. Since he was put in hell, the, the, the prison makes sense, right? They they kept that aspect of it. Right, and they even put Batman in that same prison, and I actually, I actually thought that that was kind of clever. Right, you get to experience what he went through. I was like, oh, okay, this is actually a, 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 a different take on this. So I get this, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of rocking with this a little bit. But then when they switched it, and they were like, uh, it, because as, as soon as I knew that was Talia, I was like, okay, I'm just waiting for the betrayal. I'm waiting for the switch up because obviously she, that's Raj, Raj Agul's daughter. So you know, a betrayal can't be far behind. Um, but you know, then we have, you know, them two teaming up. It didn't make, it just didn't make sense to me. Another thing that didn't make sense to me was the fact that he took over the city so easily. No, 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 no. And this is, this is kind of what kind of, this is kind of what, uh, 
I didn't like also about uh, the Batman as a whole in that movie. Even in every sense that in every sense, every depiction of Batman that we've seen, even when he was old, he was still monitor, monitoring crime in monitoring crime in uh, in Gotham City. There is no way you are going to have a bunch of criminals get into Gotham and not only get into Gotham, but recruit recruit people off the streets. Because remember, this is, they, they had been in Gotham for months up until the time when they when they revealed themselves working down. You're not going to get a bunch of normal people, a bunch of orphans and everything, working down in the tunnels and him not know about it. That this is that isn't how this works, right? It's not how this works. So the ease with which they took over the city made no sense. And and and, and personally, the football field bomb made no sense whatsoever. There were because it's exactly because it's exactly what Bane is not no collateral damage no collateral damage people that's not what he's about he would never blow up a football field just to get everybody's attention you, no no that's not how this works now the League of Shadows would do that, so I agree with him on that. But he would not do that, right? Because it just wouldn't make any sense. How does blowing up a stadium serve me? So in order to be okay with this character, what you have to re- what you have to remember, and I think this is what ultimately allowed me to accept Tom Hardy's betray- per- portrayal, excuse me, of the character is that he was working for the League of Shadows at the time. So. What that meant was he wasn't doing his thing. He was doing their thing, but he was known because remember during the airplane scene, right? Uh, before he even got on the plane, that's how his own man lured the, the, uh, the agents, the American government agents into that trap. Basically, right? They were like, yeah, we like, yeah, these guys work for the mass man. Like Bane. Yeah. Bane. Oh, okay. We know about Bane. We know about his exploits, so he 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 was already known in the criminal underworld, which give which gives credence to a little bit of the comic book standpoint on that, where he was kind of the under the, the underground king, pretty much. I'm not, I'm not even talking about UGK. Shout out to Bun B, rest in peace to Pimp C. Uh, but what I'm trying to say is that you know that, that it just that that was like the comic books, but at the same time. At the same time, you know, he was notorious. That's what we wanted to see, right? <laughs> That's what we wanted to see because we wanted to see, because I wanted to see how does this man, one, get Bruce Wayne out of retirement, and two, what does he have planned? Look, I get it. I understand that not everything is going to be the same, and that's fine. That's totally fine. Nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, at the same time, I think it the movie just didn't stay true to the Bane character. It just didn't. Not for me. I'm sorry. Not not for me. It, it didn't. It didn't stay true to the Bane character. Uh, and you really could have. That's and there are rumors. 
because y'all know y'all know I got my sources. Y'all know I got my sources. There are rumors that uh, Bane will be making an appearance in the new new uh, Batman portrayed by uh, Robert Patterson, which I definitely recommend y'all go see. Worth every penny and worth every minute. Movie is three hours long and it is worth it. Worth it. Uh, I think that uh, what he's it, it, the rumors are the rumors on the the rumors on the nerd, on the nerd buzz is that he's gonna he's gonna make an appearance in one of those movies. Right now they're signed up. Right now, right now they're they're doing it's a three movie deal. So second movie should be should be in production either later this year or uh or, or start start production either later this year or early next year. I don't know. What what did you what did you guys think seriously? And I want, and I, want, I really want you guys to put 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 your thoughts in the comments because I want to make this a discussion. What did you guys think about Bane in the cinematic universe, the movie? Right? What what did you guys think about it? I I, I just honestly thought that he was. I thought that Tom Tom Hardy did the best he could do with that character, but at the end of the day, there was no point in the movie where I was looking at it and I was like this okay this this is Bane there, there wasn't one point the big army and the, the Bane don't move like that he don't move like that <laughs> he don't move like that he's all about he not we <laughs> that's just being real so obviously that's the most famous that's the most famous portrayal uh oh okay i'll share i'll share this as well um in the dc online the dc universe online game um that was actually one of the first villains i beat uh with bane because everybody else was smacking me um because i wasn't paying money to get extra powers that just wasn't gonna happen but uh not to mention i was broke at the time but (laughs) <laughs> even if I was rich, I wasn't paying no extra. No, uh, but at the same time, you know, uh, that was one of the, fir- that was one of the first, villains. that's just fun fact. What was one of the first villains I beat? Um, but I don't know, man, what did, what did, what did, seriously, what did you guys think about Tom Hardy's portrayal? I, I, like I said, I think he did the best he could, but I just don't think that that was true to the Bane character and his overall mission and what he's like. The only thing there were two two scenes in the movie that I thought were the best and that was the fight scene under Wayne Tower and the fight scene at the end that was it like I don't know I know I sound like a broken record here, guys, and I'm not trying to be like, I'm not trying to be like mean, because I'm, because, because you know, I just think that if you're going to do a character, there are some things that you just shouldn't write out. All right. They obviously didn't write out the fact that, you, you, you know, Bane, uh, Bane crushing uh, Batman's spine. That's obviously a crucial, a crucial moment in the. It's actually a crucial moment in the in the um, film, in the in 
it's a crucial moment in the Batman Batman history, period, right? Because that was one of the well, that was one of the few times where we seen Batman take a major L, right? So you had you had to have that in the movie, and that I understand. But him to, him plotting on Wayne Tower, you <laughs> guys, seriously, you you are telling me that they are they are digging below Wayne Tower, and neither Lucius Fox or Bruce Wayne know about it. Hell no. Hell no. Not, not a ch No way on earth. These two men combined are smarter than all of those criminals. Not a chance in hell. Not a chance. And there is no chance that they would have just, they would not have put in fail safes for those weapons. Not a chance. So everybody's just rolling around with a Batmobile now. That's what I didn't like. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, wait, so now there's like, there's like five, there's like five, uh, there's five Batmobiles now? No, no, they're too smart for that. They'd have added, they'd have, they, like, like, this is Batman we're talking about, people. He has contingency plans for his contingency plans, which is why Bane doesn't bother because it's like, look, it, at least if I come to you head up, one of us has got to win, one of us has got to lose, and you know we are bringing hands to the dinner table for each other, served up, right? So, and then that's what, and then in the end, that's exactly what happened. That's how he beat him. He beat him by fighting, right? So, I mean, let's let's move on. Let's 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 move on. Let's move on because I don't want to. I don't want to get my blood pressure too high. Okay, let's let's see. Let's see what's 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 some other portrayals we see. Oh, Batman and Robin. Oh, well. <laughs> First of all, shout out to George Clooney. Shout out to uh, Chris O'Donnell. Shout out to Alicia uh, Silverstone. Shout out to Uma Thurman. And shout out to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, and shout, I'm sorry. And shout out to Jeep uh, Jeep Swenson, who, who was the person that actually played Bay. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I got I can't keep it straight. Look. So they they kept the they kept the the Latin American origins right, but he was a prisoner and he went through the he went through the experiment. So it was kind of true. It was actually kind of true to the to the comic books, right? But when he gets the venom in him, now poison ivy controls him, and he doesn't talk. So now he's being controlled by thumbs down, thumbs down, <laughs> like. As a, as a kid, obviously, as a kid, obviously, I could appreciate this movie because I thought it was, I thought it was, it was cool, right? You got Mr. Freeze, you got Bane, you got Poison Ivy. I was like, yeah, this is dope. But as an adult, I'm like, throw the whole movie away. Throw it away. We got Terminator, we got a, we got an ice cold Terminator. We got George Clooney as Bruce Wayne. I mean, come on. 
Now, the movie actually did have some success. I mean, it grossed $238 million at the box office. I mean, that's a pretty penny. But but at the, <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, you know, just guys, guys, just. Shout out to shout out to to Alicia Silverstone. But when I watch that movie now as an adult, I'm clueless, clueless as to why I ever liked it. Uh, but 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 you know that's another portrayal of Bane, right? And what, so he was just this big, dumb, venomed out brute that did whatever Poison Ivy said. She was his per he was a, her personal bodyguard, and then he ends up getting the. He ends up getting his venom thing kicked out of him, and and sh and shrinking to a toddler. What? Make it make sense. It don't make sense, right? I, I, I didn't get it. Hey, I didn't. I didn't get it. But each his own. Each each his own. Each her own. Each their own. Please let me know what y'all think about that movie in the comments because uh, listen here, listen here, listen here. I, 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 I didn't get the appeal. What's another? What's another? I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving this right now. What's another? Another Bane portrayal. Let's see. Okay, well, I guess we. No, actually, we can talk about him in the video games. So, uh, in the first Arkham Knight, he was. Uh, in the first Arkham Knight, he was. Uh, somehow lured into a trap and captured i'm pretty sure he was captured actually i'm pretty sure he was he was either captured by joker's men no he wasn't captured by joker's men um it was a doctor a female doctor that somehow caught him and was doing experiments on him a uh, titan research uh, uh, yeah the titan formula um, and Joker wanted his hands on it. And basically that's the first time we see Bane. He, he's locked up. He's a prisoner. He gets out. The venom, the venom goes through him and then we beat him and then we run him over with a car. And then in the second game, uh, was he in the second game? Arkham City? Did he have Arkham City? No, he didn't. No, he wasn't in Arkham City. He was in Arkham, uh, Arkham Knight when he's trying to get back the venom deposits that were stolen from him by Joker. And then of course he ends up, and then of course, uh, you know, Batman correctly assumes that he's going to betray him, which he, which he tries to. And then he ends up locking him up. Very glad there wasn't a fight in that game. I was not trying to fight him again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm one step ahead of you. I know what you're going to do. I know you're going to betray me. You're a villain. Me and you have had too many fights. I know y'all like y'all my kids. I treat y'all like stepsons. Seriously. Like, 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 like that was Batman's men mentality, right? So of course he knew he was going to betray him. I wouldn't have trusted him as far as I could throw his big ass. And he, in on, on Venom roids, I can't throw him far. So, so, you know, where, where you really see, where you really see a diverse Bane is in, is in Arkham Origins, really. Because at that point, like I said, he's one of the assassins that Joker uh, hires that Joker hires to kill uh, the Batman. He somehow finds out he's Bruce Wayne. He puts him in that that life or death predicament. Um, but he is using Venom. He's using Venom. But um, it's more so in the sense of we see the personal mission of Bane, right? Like I have a mission to myself to get you to 
come scrap with me because I want to know just what type of man you, you really are. Right? Man versus man. This is this is what it this is what it is. This is what it comes down to. The simplicity people of of Bane and who he is overall. That's what we that's what you should expect. Don't expect anything more. Don't expect anything less. And that's okay. When I watch an episode about Harvey Dent, aka Two Face, I expect him to talk to himself most of the time, all of the episode, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> if I didn't want to watch, just turn the TV off. It's okay. <laughs> so that, so like these heroes are these heroes and villains are who they are for a reason. They're not going to change, right? We can we can we can make different perspective. We can we can have different people portray them. We can have people, different people voice them. We can bring different stories about their origin about the origin but the core of who they are has to remain or otherwise they're not they're not the villains that we know or heroes or villains that we know so the core has to be the same batman murder parents sense of justice scared of bats robin uh, uh dick dick grayson parents killed in a circus accident jason todd Parents killed in a circus accident. Right? What was the what was the third Robin? What was the third Robin from? Oh my god, this is my guy too, and I can't remember his name. Oh hang on. I'm looking this up. Hang on. Sorry. Uno momento. Give me a second. Dick Grayson. Jason Todd. Tim Drake. I was gonna say. Yeah, there we go. Okay, I know we go mess that one up now. Yeah, Tim Tim Drake. Was that another damn circus accident? Too? Go go go! Listen to my Robin act, my Robin uh, episode. I I, I cover, <laughs> I cover each of them in in, in uh, great detail. Well, good good detail. Uh, <laughs> I really want to know what you guys think about Bane. This is one of my favorite. This is one of my favorite villains because, I, I, like, it, you got to understand when you're creating a franchise, when you're creating some, when you're creating something from scrap, especially I think when it comes to heroes and when you're entering that arena, things flow naturally, and not every hero and villain has to be complicated. In fact, it's better if some of them are simple, right? It doesn't mean they have to be average. It doesn't mean they have to be the type of villains that you know you the type of villains that you see doing normal stuff like robbing a bank or robbing a convenience store. No, those are criminals. We're talking about super villains. It's different. Right? You don't hear a lot about Doctor Doom in today's media, but Doctor to those that read comic books, Doctor Doom gets his respect. I've mentioned Doctor Doom in like three episodes now. I just need to go ahead and do that, do that episode. So, yeah, look for look for a Doctor Doom episode uh, coming pretty quick. In fact, I'm pretty sure I'll make that my next. Uh, I'll make that my next my next Marvel uh, character that I cover. So look forward to that. Uh, Doctor Doom is uh, next after the anime uh, character after anime week. But it's like, what, what do you, <laughs> what do you, what do you look for when you see Bane? That's what I want to know from you guys. And, and I'll, I'll get into my rating as we're, we're closing out here. So my rating out of 10 for what he is, I will give Bane a, a seven out of 10. 
seven out of ten i can't because he's because he's simplistic because he's a simplistic hero that's why i knock two points off and i'll give and i'm and i knock another point off i knock another point off because he knows bruce wayne is batman that's why i knock another and he's done literally nothing with that information i, I like it's like I, don't get me wrong i i just went through a whole episode about how i appreciate it i appreciate that he doesn't do anything with it but you could try doing something at some point but who would believe him right that's one of the that's one of the crucial things with these villains when they do find out his identity nobody's gonna believe him. nobody's gonna believe that a billionaire is going to put on tights and go beat up beat up people for a living nobody believes no you couldn't write that story That's like me saying, that's like me saying Donald Trump gets in, gets in the tights and roams the city and beats up villain, villains. Donald Trump ain't getting his fat ass off the, off the couch. So there's a, so, you know, that's just, hey, it's the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> but with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived at the end of our podcast. I would personally like to thank you all for watching. I would like to thank you all for supporting and, you know, being, um, I'd like to thank you. Thank the first time listeners, the last time listeners. Um, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, these 23 episodes have been honestly amazing. I'm sorry that I have not been uploading them to YouTube. It's just a lot of work. But I promise y'all I will get the rest of the episodes put on YouTube. You guys got to understand something. I make thumbnails myself. I upload the videos myself. I edit the videos myself. I do all of this. I'm married and I have a kid. <laughs> so so the, it's a lot of work for one guy. But uh but I, but I, I get it done. Right? I get it done. And I will get it done. I promise y'all that. So uh tune in. Uh like I said, a YouTube video dropping this Friday. Uh you can follow you can follow me at uh I have a TikTok page, uh Operation Hero Talk, um, and uh at train O zero zero three. As you can see, just display them down here. And uh, also, uh, we have an Instagram page, Operation Hero Talk once again, and Shifty Mob 1914. Once again, here. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube page, Man Nerd Talk, and hit the bell so you'll know when we drop videos, which we're going to try to drop video every week or every other week. More than likely, every other week, because uh, when, when I make videos about that, I usually like to write a script and, you know, just, just some notes to help me guide me through the episode um you know and editing it usually takes about a day or two so uh with that being said i'd like to thank you all for listening i hope you enjoyed the episode i hope you have a great week i hope you have a great month i hope you have a great life okay <laughs> yes i'm just that i'm that annoyingly that annoyingly optimistic person okay and i'm okay with that so <laughs> with that being said stay swifty peace